This is Eric. And this is Tess. And you're listening to Same Team, y'all. Is Spanx a good product? Is what I'm trying to figure out. We love trees. We, we are pro tree family. Uh, if a podcast family, if any trees are listening, we love you. Yeah. Your little leaves are going. <laughs> What is this feeling? Yeah. What is this feeling? <laughs> it's, it's, I- yeah, I'm trying to fill out a job application and I got Captain America and <laughs> the kid from PJ Masks on both sides of me right now. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, Not I everyone was excited for the kids to be running through the library for about an hour as they were trick-or-treating. Your email is telling you you're being pulled in more than two directions, yeah. right? Or if you're a parent, you've got your you've got your work telling you you need to do this. You've got your kid that has these these things you need to do. You've got your house you need to do to take care of. You've got your health that you should be doing that you're not doing, and you can feel like you're being pulled in all these directions. You can't change the fact that you're being pulled in directions, or that you feel like you're being pulled. All you can do once again is change how you react to it. seen things you know what i mean <laughs> but what i'm saying is this is his fourth kid he's got three other ones at home and they're coming to the toddler's class you know what i mean to try to learn asl through an interpreter you know what i mean i if it's hard for me how hard is it for them yeah. you know what i mean it was incredible i was like this guy he's like a superhero not smart though apparently <laughs> this man so eric Yes. We should, like, do our podcast. Yeah, I know. We've been talking. I always tell myself when I come over, it's going to be all business. I've even, like, daydreamed about times I would come in and just, like, my mouth won't even open until we hit record. But that's okay. It's for funsies and freezies, right? Yeah. 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 Uh, Friends, uh, my name's Eric. My name is Seth. And you guys are listening to a fortnightly podcast where two librarians seek to spread the ideals of being non-judgmental and respectful towards one another. Oh, I like that. <laughs> Other words, usher in a second air of good feelings, or at least make you feel good today. Uh, how do we do this, Miss Tess? Well, we do that by uh, talking about stuff that we love, mm-hmm. because it's um, you, you will focus more on things that you love than things you hate if you're looking for them all the time. True. And then uh, we tell heartwarming sometimes awkward stories from our library Mm -hmm. uh, because we love the library and the library does good things for people. Yep, you got it. And uh, we share life lessons that we've learned along the way with our friends who listen to us. Hi, friends. Hi, friends. That's exactly (laughs) how we hope to uh, uh, fulfill our mission statement. Uh, (laughs) Welcome to the zone of no judging. We love you. You're listening to Same Team, y'all. (laughs) Ha <laughs> <laughs>
Would that work? That, that should be where the intro music is. Oh, thank you. Should we do that again? Or oh, that's okay. We'll, we'll, we'll play around with it later. That uh, was great. Uh, friends, uh, at date of recording, Thanksgiving was not too long ago, that's right? That's true. Did you have a happy holiday? I was mostly moving this holiday. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we were on Wednesday. We both had work, but Amanda and her dad mostly moved most of our furniture into our new home. And then Thanksgiving Day, Amanda had work, so I just was moving stuff back and forth all day, like in my car, and then we moved stuff on Friday and all that, but yeah, we're all moved in now. Mm-hmm. Did you get to eat, I would say turkey, but you're a vegetarian, did yeah. you get to eat some mashed potatoes I at got any to, point? I got to eat some, yeah, thank you. I got to eat some, <laughs> silly, I, I did get to eat some mashed potatoes and some uh, green bean casserole, Delicious. so my mom made a little Thanksgiving dinner, and we had a little bit sent oh. over by our good friends, uh, Mr. Cracker and Mrs. Barrel. They gave us some, uh, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> yes. yeah, yeah, we ordered yeah. some Thanksgiving dinner, so. That's great. Brett, uh, Brett and I went to Cracker Barrel for Thanksgiving one year, and it was yummy. Usually, I, I'll be honest, normally we we usually go and do family-type things, now mm-hmm. that Frey is born. Yeah. And we actually did go to a family dinner, like, I think it was a Saturday before Thanksgiving. It was like a big kind of like a bunch of family. Get together. Uh, yeah. But before then, we used to almost always either cooked real small at home or get Cracker Barrel because we just, it's Chillsville. You yeah, know? exactly. Yeah, you, know? you don't so. have to clean a bunch of dishes. And <laughs> was yours okay? Uh, yeah, it was okay. Yeah. I had my fingers crossed for you. Why was that? Well, I just wanted your Thanksgiving to go uh, well. Yeah. You were visiting family, right? Yeah, it was okay. Sometimes yeah. it could be tough. Yeah, you know? it can be tough sometimes. I hope that all of our listeners had good Thanksgivings wherever they were with whomever they were Can with. I, well, it's funny too because I was at work the day before Thanksgiving and from talking to a lot of coworkers, and of course, guys, no judging, but it seemed like a lot of my coworkers were very much dreading Thanksgiving. Oh. Either because of stuff that they had to still cook or because of family members that they had to still meet that sometimes they have history with. And I just, luckily afterwards, because, because you know, we're, we're back at work now after yeah. our Thanksgiving break. Sounds like everyone's Thanksgiving was pretty good. But I mean, I was just worried for everyone. I was like, <laughs> you know, life is hard. Yeah. And especially this time of year is sometimes hard for lots yeah. of people. Yeah. yeah. Especially when you got family members uh, that all have their own different opinions about things happening in the world that we're all extremely plugged into because of, you know, the internet and social media and stuff like that. And then you bring it to a big table, you force everyone to sit down in one room, you lock the doors, and whoever survives gets to live another year. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty much it. Yeah, yeah. Thanksgiving! That's the old American way. <laughs> I'm so, can I tell you, I'm so happy that you gave me, uh, Miss Tess always supplies me with tea. <laughs> and this is my first cup of tea of the day. And oh it is, my god! It is six twenty-one p.m., friends. Wow! This does not happen too often. Usually, I'm at least. This is usually like my fourth or fifth cup of tea you of the day. Love tea. Wow! I was busy. I was doing more moving stuff today. Oh, yeah, I yeah. see. Are I'm, you working tomorrow? I am. Yeah. I'm okay. Yeah. That's why. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm working tomorrow, so I was off today. So I was moving like a bunch of. I was moving a bunch of my books over and stuff like that from the yeah. house. So. Yeah, when you're a librarian, you usually got a lot of books to move. <laughs> yeah, and I had to kind of decide what I keep and what I don't. And, you know, you may see some of my stuff in your collection. Who knows? Because <laughs> I'll probably be donating them back to the library. Now, Miss Tess, I believe you supplied the quote of the episode. I sure right? did. Here, let me bring that up real quick. Uh, for new listeners, Tess and I always go back and forth. So this is her time picking it. And this one is a, a new listen for me. Here, let's hit play. 
Growing up, my father used to ask my brother and me what we had failed at at the dinner table, which was so interesting, and he'd celebrate it, and he'd actually be disappointed if I didn't have something that I failed at that week. So I can remember saying, Dad, Dad, I tried out for this, and I was horrible, and he would actually high-five me and say, congratulations, way to go. And what it did was just reframe my de definition of failure. Failure for me became not trying versus the outcome. So, so many people don't take risks for fear of failure. They don't start the business, they don't go create the art they want to create, or they don't go try out to be in the play, or whatever it is for the fear of failure. And once you redefine that for yourself and realize the failure is just not trying, then life opens up to you in many ways. And I would also, my dad would encourage me anytime something didn't go the way I expected it to, or maybe I got embarrassed by a situation to write down where, where the hidden gifts were and what I got out of it. And I started realizing in everything there was some amazing nugget that I wouldn't have wanted to pass up. At Spanx... <laughs> That's a response, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, so is Spanx a good product? Is what I'm trying to figure out. Yeah, that was the CEO of Spanx. What's her name? Um, I'm looking at it. Sarah Blakely. Sarah ba mm -hmm. Blakely. So you, you can have whatever opinions you want to have about Spanx, but I just really liked that story. Yeah. Um, I thought it was a good anecdote. First, I wanted to pick it because one, it was um, the story of a daughter learning something from her father, mm -hmm. which I thought you would mm -hmm. really appreciate. Sarah's got a cool, da cool dad points, right? <laughs> yeah. Very cool. Um, but also, I just, I feel like we've had conversations before on the podcast about people being afraid to make mistakes yeah. and thinking that mistakes are bad when we could easily reframe them like like the Blakely family did and say, um, actually, uh, mis mistakes are opportunities to learn and grow. Yeah, yeah. Well, s sometimes like doing something and thinking that you'll fail is scary, right? Mm -hmm. I think another thing, like, uh, uh, so when I went to school, right? Mm -hmm. That's not a guarantee you're going to finish, right? Right. You know, it's not a guarantee to be like, oh, well, I'll, I'll start school and then I'll go through school and then I'll get my degree. You need to like pass. I mean, the F literally stands for fail, right? <laughs> you know, and that's scary stuff. But no, fantastic quote. This is great. Quick question. Spanx are the pants you wear? Yeah, Spanx, Spanx yeah, are, uh, it's, it's uh, what women call shapewear. Okay. You wear it under your clothes to make your body shaped differently than it is. Oh, okay. So kind of like maybe you have kind of a like a paunchy tummy. Maybe you had a baby and your tummy didn't go back to being flat. Or maybe you never had a flat belly. That's okay. But you want to give the appearance of having flatter belly and more sleek physique. Then you would put on some shapewear. And Spanx is a brand. Is it like pants or arms and stuff too? Um, It's it's like, it's underwear. I and... love you explaining Spanx. Because I really don't. I mean, if it's not important, it's not. I was just curious. It's underwear. And you can get different ones depending on what part of your body you want to okay. shape like your thighs or your butt your or forehead. Your, your tummy. <laughs> um, usually people aren't too worried about their forehead. Yeah, yeah, no one. Okay. <laughs> cool. That's a good quote. I, I, I enjoyed that a lot. And yeah, Blakely family, right? And now she's the CEO of Spanx, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so it worked for her. She's a very successful lady. So I just thought it'd be of a nice anecdote for our listeners to hear in case anybody out there is feeling scared yeah. about making a change in their life or uh, you can just see it as an opportunity to grow and to learn. And, and, and even if you've, if you've made a big mistake lately and you're just hating yourself for it, 
uh, at least you learned something from it and you can go forward. I think it was a few episodes ago you had mentioned as a stuff you were loving was that it was Johnny's son's when you're an alien, everyone's an alien yes, too. Yeah, which was a, a graphic novel that Tess had mentioned, and I think I think I've seen this elsewhere, but I, I know I remember seeing it in that book. Is um, it, which guys? It was a book where an alien was visiting the planet Earth and learned a bunch of lessons about <laughs> what it is to be an Earthling. And one of the things he learned is that even when it's not okay, it's okay. You know, and yeah. I thought that was really good. You know, yeah. Cool. Did you gain any stuff to love over the past fortnight? I sure did. Oh, boy. I know you're probably swimming in stuff. I, I always... I, I always... Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, it's oh, speechless. Oh, oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> Try oh. to find the words to tell us about the stuff oh, that you love. This is the stuff that we love. We love! This is the stuff that we love. We love it so much. This is the stuff. Do you want to go first or should I? Why don't you go first? Okay. Well, we kind of talked about this already, so this is a quick stuff, but it's it's a stuff. Hey, neighbor. <laughs> What's going on, neighbor? Hey. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm totally moved in now. Oh, wow. Yeah, okay, yeah, 100%. So. Per, well, okay. Oh, so okay. if I was to put a percentage on my moving in, I'm like... <laughs> 92%? At least, I would say about at least 90. Uh, maybe the stuff in the attic and the stuff in the shed, 80% moved in. Okay. The only reason we're not completely moved in is we haven't sold our house yet. So okay. we still have like uh, stuff in the house for like staging purposes. Like our I old see. sofa and uh, some other things that like I've got the books that didn't make the cut. I'm just leaving them there now because books with bookshelves look better than books yes. empty. You yes. know, that kind of stuff. So, but uh, yeah, uh, pretty much Amanda and I just, and her dad... And my mom blitzed it over the Thanksgiving break, and uh, we don't even—we're not even like living out of boxes in our new home. Like everything's put away, That's pretty fantastic. much. Yeah, 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 yeah. Everything's moved in. Everything has its home. Um, I think there's just a few miscellaneous things that will come over when we sell the house, um, but other than that, we are in. And this past week. It was a whole week of leaving from my new home and going to work. Wow. You know? mm-hmm. Exciting. Yeah. Is your mom moved in too? Yeah. My mom, my mom's moved in. Yeah. So yeah, for, for new listeners, my mom's moved, she moved in with us because she usually watches Freya. And so instead of having to like go to work and then go home, come to our house to watch Freya and then go back home. And, and my mom like commutes like, it's like an hour drive at least, maybe even more. She live, works up at Andrews. Yeah. Um. It, that's a long day. So now she's living with us, which is nice because, one, she's, it's easier for her. Two, it's easier for us because now we've got an extra person who wants to watch Freya, you know. And and also she's not by herself anymore. Yeah. You know? It's just and, her and her dog, Chip. And Chip, yeah. Chip, Chip which, nice. by the way, Freya has been calling uh, uh, Chip Chippy lately. Chippy. Chippy. She's like, Chippy. And we have these ears that she got from Great Wolf Lodge. Like, yes. you wear them like wolf ears. She calls them Chippy ears. Chippy ears. Chippy oh, ears. Oh, so cute. Yeah, yeah. If you guys ever need someone to come and walk Chip for you. <laughs> well, we, had, you know what? We had thought about that. We were like, if we ever go on a vacation or something, who's going to watch our dogs? And I was like... Wait a second. Maybe you'll be able to help us out. <laughs> Maybe, you know? yeah. Yeah. I see you got a really nice neighborhood, too. Oh, Tess. good. Yeah, I've been walking our Well, dog. I mean, I can't take credit for how nice the thanks, neighborhood thanks is. Thanks for but... keeping the neighborhood in order. <laughs> I've been doing my part to keep the neighborhood looking good, too. The other day, I was walking our dogs. Um, I, I've got 
my dog, Sasha, and my mom's dog, Chip, and I was walking them in, and they were pooping. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it was early in the morning, so the sun wasn't up yet, so I had my bag on, and I was picking up the poop, and then I picked up one poop that was, like, frozen solid, and I was like, <laughs> uh-oh, that's someone else's. This is someone else's. I was like, you know what? It can stay in the bag. So I was, <laughs> <laughs> I was doing my part to, to keep the neighborhood looking good. But, nice. uh, but yeah, it's, it's been really nice moving in. I really like our new home. And uh, and Freya's uh, really into it. Too, awesome. So. Very cool. Yeah, moving in <clears throat> into my new home is the stuff that I'm loving, Miss oh. Tess. I what? remember one of the stuff that I'm oh. loving is over here. Oh. Miss Tess is fumbling through a bag. She's she's looking around okay. frantically. Okay, I got it. She got it. This is stuffs that okay. you're loving. Okay, Eric, have you ever heard of a musical called Dear Evan Hansen? I might have seen that at the library. She, uh, uh, Tess is showing me the album for this musical. Yes. I think I've seen it at the... You know what's funny is the way that sticker is. It looks like Deaf Evan Hansen. Because <laughs> the, the R looks know. like it's cut off and it, it yeah. looks like an F. But um, uh, no, I've never heard of this other okay. than seeing it maybe on the shelf. All right. So I, like you, had like, uh, I've heard of that, but I don't really know that much about it. Yeah. And, Tell me what's up. Um, they, there was a novel that came out called Dear Evan Hansen, and it is based on this Broadway musical, Dear Evan Hansen. And like I said, I didn't know much about it, but I liked the, the cover of the book had a tree on it and hashtag trees are wonderful. And I was like, Ooh, this looks interesting. Trees are so beautiful. <laughs> we love trees. We, we are pro tree family, uh, if any, podcast family. If any trees are listening, we love you. Yeah. Your little leaves are going. Um, so there's a tree on the cover and I was like I'll read a book about a tree so I checked out this book this book is not necessarily about a tree it's the story of a young man named Evan Hansen and he is uh, he's got depression and anxiety and um, his therapist has suggested that every day he write himself a letter to kind of hype himself up. Like, Dear Evan Hansen, today is going to be an amazing day, and here's why. So to try to give himself like like a pep talk. Okay. Okay. Well, one day he's feeling especially low, as you do sometimes, and he is writing his letter, and he just can't do it. He, He can't like hype himself up. So he writes a very authentic letter about how he thinks that nothing he does matters, and how the girl in school that he really likes is never going to notice him. And um, he just, he puts all of his feelings on this, in this letter and he prints it out and he goes to the printer to pick it up. And there's another young man there, a very troubled misfit named Connor Murphy. So he's kind of like the kid in school that uh, if you were most likely to to commit a crime or something is this kid, okay. right? So you're picturing this kid in your head and he finds the letter and he thinks that Evan is like making fun of him because the girl that he mentioned in the letter is Connor's sister. And he's like, what, did you write this? Because I was in here. Did you want to mess with me? Oh, like to kind of play games with him. Yeah. And um, and Evan's like, no, I I really didn't mean to. He doesn't want to tell him like where the letter is. So they have this very awkward interaction. And Evan, by the way, has a cast on like he does on the picture on the album cover. He's wearing a cast and Connor signs his cast 
and they have this very awkward interaction and they part ways. And then uh, the next day, Connor has killed himself. Oh, no. And when his parents find him, he has Evan's letter. And it looks like he's written a note, like a suicide note, to Evan. And so the parents presume that him and Evan were really good friends. Even though they only, like, had that one interaction. Yeah, and so they go to Evan, and they see Connor has signed his cast. Oh my gosh, they really were friends. And this is very good news to them because, you know, Connor they felt like maybe he didn't have any friends in the world. And then to find out he had a very deep friendship with someone makes them happy, even though they've lost their son and they're very sad. They feel happy to know that he had a friend and Evan like doesn't know how to tell them that that's not true. And so he kind of just goes along with it. And there's some miscommunications and some consequences that fall out from there. And it was a extremely to me compelling story about um about like trying to connect with people yeah it's a super interesting premise right what and it's it's very you said they're high schoolers right yes yeah yeah they're in high school and um I don't want to ruin the story for anyone who's interested in reading the book or or seeing the play. Because that's basically the premise is what you said. That's kind of where it goes from there. But it it goes in lots of different directions. And um, it's not much of a spoiler to tell you that the lie kind of goes on for a while. And there's like a fallout from it. And um, it's just so very interesting, I thought, to read about Evan and his feelings and his emotions and... um, and ha- as these things are happening, how he knows that it's a lie, but maybe it's a lie that helps people, so maybe it's okay, and maybe he could help more people. Like, if that's making the parents feel happy, right? Like, right. what does it matter if it's not true? You know? Right, but it it does matter if you're not being honest yeah. with people about something that's very important. And so, uh, it's just a very interesting story, and I found it... Like I said, just super compelling. It's one of the stuff that I was loving. So then after I finished the novel, I yeah. decided to check out Is it the same the name music. for both the musical yes. and the and Yeah. The so I book. checked out the music from the library, and the music is really good. And um, actually, I'm going to hand it to you because I think that you would really like Have you, it. Are you all done listening to yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I listened I'll listen to, to it. I really sure. liked it. Um uh, Waving Through a Window is my favorite song. Will, is it set up? Well, is it kind of like... Will I still know what's going on just from having heard the music? Yeah, because you, um, you know how, like, Hamilton, Yeah, the whole thing is the musical, but, like, Wicked, you just have the song. So I'm always like, who's this person? Who's that person? What's <laughs> happening at the party? But I still like the music of Wicked, even without having the context. Yeah, you know? I, you know, you might think about uh, reading the reading, book. Reading the book or reading up a little more about the play, or I could just ruin it for you after no, the podcast. Don't spoil it. No, don't ruin it for me. <laughs> don't. I should. Should it, we've talked about this before? So, so listeners, Tess and I used to have a podcast called Pop Goes the Library that was an official, like the the podcast for our library system. And I promise, I'm working on getting those episodes out there. If you're ever interested in listening to them, they're <laughs> they're from several years ago. But we used to have a segment called. What was it called? Cake challenge. Cake challenge. Thank <laughs> you. Where we would challenge each other to to read or watch a movie or a TV show from the library at our recommendation. And then we would 
discuss it and eat cake. Yeah. Should we bring back the cake challenge one day? Yeah, I think we this, should. Because this someday. feels like you're issuing a challenge to me, <laughs> is what I'm saying. I just, I found it to be a very same team y'all yeah, story. Yeah, yeah, Because, like I said, it is about connections, missed connections, uh, communication, um, compassion, and it has a lot of same team y'all tenets. Yeah. And I, uh, I just found it to be a really interesting story. And I feel like you really dig the music. Yeah. Well, I will definitely borrow this, and I'm going to give this a good listen to. This is great. Yeah. I guess you could listen to it, and at the point where you're like, I don't know what's going on anymore, yeah. then you can maybe pick up the book or something. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> cool. Thanks. But yeah, dear Evan Hansen is a stuff I've been loving this past part night. Beautiful. Tess. Eric. Have you ever heard of a person called She-Ra? <laughs> I have heard have of She-Ra. Heard uh, She-Ra came back on Netflix. Have you watched oh, any of it at all? I have not watched any of it. Did you have, do, do you know anything about She-Ra? Well, yes. I do know a bit about She-Ra. Can I tell you what my knowledge of She-Ra is so Yeah, far? tell me okay. your knowledge of She-Ra. Brett, my beloved husband, apparently... She-Ra! Was Sorry. a really big She-Ra fan when he was little, oh, yes. and that his mom used to wake him up from a nap every day so he could watch She-Ra. He loved She-Ra, and so he loved He-Man too. Yeah. Uh, and actually, just the other day, he and I watched the He-Man She-Ra Christmas special. For the long, real quick, for the long <laughs> time, the only He-Man and She-Ra I had ever watched was the was Christmas because Christmas- my parents had bought it one year, and I was like. <laughs> My favorite part is when Skeletor goes, what is this feeling? Yeah. What is this feeling? <laughs> it's, it's, I actually think it's really good. Okay, continue. Not to cut you off. Uh, well, no, you, you, that was it. That was that it? Is, oh. That is all of my knowledge about She-Ra. She- okay, cool. Well, yeah, so She-Ra came back recently. Um, oh, I do have one more thing. <laughs> Brett's mom had a dog and they named the dog She-Ra. Very nice. Yeah, what kind rest, of dog was rest it? in peace, She-Ra. She-Ra was a Siberian husky. She was. Shira is a perfect name for a Siberian <laughs> yes, husky. Yes, it was. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, Shira is a cartoon that was out in the '80s originally, like the original Shira, and I think it was like a spinoff of He Man and the Masters of the Universe. And uh, anyway, it's recently come back. Uh, it's on Netflix. I think there's like 13 episodes. It's one season. And we watched it. Um, it was like the first thing I watched like in our new home. Like we spent oh, a whole okay. day moving and I was like, let's watch the She-Ra. And I was just like, I got to finish this because I, <laughs> I love this so much. It is. It's a children's show. It's a cartoon. And it, it is interesting because I was talking to my friend, uh, you know, our friend Elizabeth about it. And she pointed out that She-Ra in the 80s was a... Because she's a She-Ra fan. She, she is a She-Ra fan. Yeah. She-Ra, yeah. She, Elizabeth, she, she is she, a She-Ra, She-Ra fan. fan. Yes. She pointed out that the She-Ra in the 80s is an adult. Yeah. But the She-Ra in the new show is like a young, like, teenager, oh, essentially. You know, okay. which we like because, I mean, it's interesting. Well, we got into a whole conversation about when she was a kid, all of her role models were adults because all of her children's shows didn't have children in them. That's they were all, true. you know, which is yeah. interesting. Um, but essentially, She-Ra, uh, the new She-Ra is basically about, um, there's this evil organization called the Horde. Uh, they're trying to attack Eternia. And there used to be this ancient alliance between these princesses that all had magic powers. And that alliance is broken. Oh. And uh, Adora, who who discovers that she can summon the power of She-Ra um, by uh, finding this magic sword and saying, uh, for the glory of Grayskull, she transforms into essentially, because she's already like a an able-bodied 
very athletic and brave young woman, but when she becomes She-Ra, she's essentially like an eight foot tall, like Glamazon that can chop like a tank in half if she wants to. And um, the show basically involves her, her new best friend Glimmer, who is a <laughs> a princess who can teleport, uh, Bo, who is a young man who's very good at <clears throat> using a bow and arrow. <laughs> <laughs> and they, they go forth and, uh, to find these different princesses and to uh, to uh, to form the new princess alliance, essentially. And that's it in a nutshell, without giving too much away. But it is so good because it is so funny and it is so charming. And the thing I love about it is Shira is strong. So she can, you know, probably throw a person off a building mm-hmm. and chop a tank in half. But the show equally spends, spends equal amount of time mm-hmm. On her powers of healing and her powers of friendship, too. Like, she often, when she finds a princess, is not just, like, fight the bad guys and now we're on the same team. There's usually something that is damaged that she has to repair or something that she has like a, to like heal. Like a social problem. You've got it, okay. yeah. And I, I, I grew up watching superheroes. And I love superheroes. And you know how much I love Batman and Superman and Wonder Woman. But, I mean, lately, I, you know, I'm a, I'm a fairly new dad. My daughter, Freya, is going to be two at the end of January, and, like, I'm watching, like, Batman punch some guys, and I'm telling Freya, you know, I think Batman could have found a better way to solve this <laughs> I mean, really, you know, and I'm like, I think Batman could have found a better way to solve this problem, you know? Or, or Superman, right? Like, Superman's punching a dude, I was like, you're so fast. Why do you ever need to punch anyone? Mm-hmm. Imagine if Superman was a pacifist. He'd just... Just hold people's arms and then fly him into prison. And then he's like, problem solved. I didn't need to punch anyone. No buildings were... But anyway, that's a tangent. But I mean, she was just a very charming show. Has a great... The only... If I had a criticism, the the intro is a little... It needs 10 more seconds because by the time Freya starts dancing to it... It has ended. Like, she usually is, like, looking around and she sees me dancing. And by the time she gets revved up, the song is over. And I'm like, oh, man, you missed an opportunity. Um, And, of course, um, well, it's She-Ra uniting the Princesses of Powers. uh, Girl power. Like, I mean, it's oozing. Bo is, like, the one. He even makes a joke. He's the one boy. He goes, I'm the only one not a princess around here. (laughs) It is very cute. And Amanda watched the whole thing with me, which is a sign that it's a good show. She watched the whole thing, and she laughed at a few moments. When we were done, we just, I decided to watch the old She-Ra show okay. like from the 80s. Yes. And Amanda made it 30 seconds in and said, no. Nope. <laughs> I, cannot, I cannot watch this, Eric. This is not my cup of tea. But she did watch all of the... The new She-Ra the she liked. The new yeah. She-Ra test. She was digging it. Oh, boy. I'm <laughs> in love with the new She-Ra show. It is so good. And She-Ra... It's the stuff I'm loving. <laughs> I have also been loving a Netflix TV show. You know, I was, well, not to cut you off, I was, I had a guess as what your last thing was, and it wasn't this. Oh, really? What did you think it was? I thought it was something a little bit more fantastic. <laughs> did you watch it? I did see that. Okay. It was not a stuff I was loving. Really? Well, can I tell you, well, that's okay. Can I tell you, I, I really dug it, but obviously you didn't make the cut either. <laughs> I mean, I really dug it, but we can talk about that later. If you okay. want. You know, that's right. okay. That's yeah, okay. Yeah, we're gonna talk about it later. Ooh, oh my goodness! For listeners, we're talking about the new Fantastic Beasts movie. You know. Yes. Big surprise! I loved it, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> I just loved mo- I just loved my new home and She-Ra more. That's all, you know. Yes. So the Netflix show that I've been loving is a show about a young woman who um, her family is very religious. 
And um, she comes from a mixed family. Okay. So half of her family is very religious. And then the other half of her family is, um, uh, is, you know, a little more, I guess, you know, I don't know. What's the word I'm looking for? Not religious? Not religious, I guess. Yeah, okay. like, they, All right. that's just not a priority for yeah. them. Okay, so so her dad's side, very religious. Her mom's side, not so much. And she's being um, she's being raised by her aunts um, because something has happened to her, to her family. And her, her aunts are pressuring her to join the church that they all go to. But she also has this whole life... Where um, she doesn't have to... How young is this young girl? She's she's a teenager. Okay, okay. And um, so she has this whole life where uh, she doesn't deal with those things. She just has fun with her friends and her boyfriend. And she's not quite sure that she wants to join what she... What is a very patriarchal religion. And she's just not quite sure she wants to, like, basically sign her life away to this church and its teachings. I mean, they wanted her to go to a, a special school and and she's kind of like, I just kind of want to live my life. I'm not ready. To, I don't know if I'm ready. I'm I'm so young. I don't know if I'm ready to like to give myself to the church. It's I mean, I know I, I know you see me like going, "Huh, I was going to ask how come she has this decision now because a lot of people don't have that decision, right? You right. grow up and you're baptized and you're told what religion you are. So, so in her yeah. in her family's religion, you get baptized when you're 16. Oh, okay. So that's why she has that choice now. Yes. Okay, interesting. Yeah, so she's turning 16 well, and that's... she has to make a choice. And it's, uh, I found like a very fascinating TV show and it is called The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good way. That was a good way to, 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 to set that up. I uh, Elizabeth also told me that's a good show. Yeah, so it's a reboot of Sabrina the Teenage Witch um but I think a lot of people might look at that show and be like why is that a show worth watching it seems like another trashy teenager show like Riverdale or something like that and it is I think made by the same people who made Riverdale uh Although it has kind of like an added darkness being on Netflix, they can get away with like, like yeah. gory stuff and everything. Because the show's kind of creepy because the church that she's being pressured to join is the Church of Night, which uh, worships the Dark Lord. You're so funny trying to like sidestep the whole Church of Night business. <laughs> well, because Do you think ultimately, th- I really feel like the story is just about a young woman who yeah. has to decide. Does she want to do this, like, strict religion that her father was part of? Or does she want to live a a mortal life with her friends and go to high school and just have to deal with that kind of stuff? And she's really torn... And she, uh, she's learning about herself and who she is and her place in the world as she's coming of age. And I think, like, all of the stuff about Satan is, is like, extra. I, yeah, yeah. It's in there, beca- I think, to, like, make it cool and sexy and stuff. But, like, ultimately, it's really just a story about this young woman coming into her own and realizing her own powers, whether those be actual powers or whether they be just you know the power to change things in her life and i think there's something to be said about that where like the core of the story it's that's what it's about and then the other stuff is like the that's the stuff to get you in the door yeah Yeah, yeah. well so brett brett he usually doesn't watch tv with me right and he he watched an episode with me and this episode actually it ended up being about um 
in their religion, they have a holiday called the Feast of Feasts, where... Um, Fat Story Friday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> where um, a, a, a young woman, they, they have sort of like a lottery, and a woman is chosen from... A witch is chosen from each of the families to go and represent themselves, and then they have a little lottery, and one of the girls will be chosen to be queen of the feast... And um, and then uh, at the end of the holiday, uh, she will be devoured by the rest of the church. I was hoping you were going to say that. <laughs> this whole time I was like, please let it end with, we get to eat her. Yes. <laughs> please let it end with cannibalism. Oh. <laughs> um, and Sabrina is horrified by this. She yeah. thinks this is terrible, um, but it's part of the, the church's longstanding yeah. uh, traditions. And, um, Tradition! <laughs> So Brett was like, I can't believe you're watching a show about people worshiping Satan and eating young girls. And and I thought, well, I think you're being a little uptight about it because it's just a TV show. It's just for yeah, entertainment yeah, yeah. purposes. But I, I started to think about it. Why do I really like the show? And it's ultimately, I'm just really fascinated by her journey as a character, as a... She, is it? Do we have a special note there? Yeah, I forgot to mute the laptop. It's okay. Oh, okay, yeah. that's all right. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's for funsies and freezies, everybody. You've got it. Um, but uh, so just her her journey and in coming into her womanhood and uh, and deciding where she. Went. I think a lot of people would relate to Sabrina. I think a lot of people. Like, having that make the decision of being, like, torn between these two parts of your life, right? Yeah, Yeah. and also uh, committing to a religion. Because I think, like you mentioned, a lot of people get baptized when they're very young, and they're just told, this is your religion. Whereas Sabrina has to choose. She has to choose to write her name in the Book of the Beast and commit herself to Satan. And, you know, that's a really big deal for her. And I think uh, a lot of people, maybe they've been raised in a religion their whole life, and then when they get to be about Sabrina's age, about 16, uh, they start to question, is this really, do I really believe these things, or am I just going along with it because the rest of my family's doing it? Yeah. And uh, so I feel like a lot of people would relate to this TV show, and I hope that people aren't freaked out that it's about Satan, because it's not really about Satan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, also, well, I don't know. I guess I view, like, Satan differently. Like, if you're watching it as a show, it's what's the difference between someone showing something as Satan or witches or magic or, yeah. you know? I mean, yeah. it's just another plot device, you know? But uh, no, no, no. Yeah, it's, it sounds good. I, I have to admit, I watched a trailer with Amanda. Yeah, she wasn't into it. She was more into it than I was. Oh, I, yeah? Trailer, oh, I don't you know, weren't into it. It didn't do anything for me, but, I mean, that doesn't mean I won't watch it or at least give it a fair shake, you I, know? You know, I it came out on Netflix, and <laughs> this is kind of a funny story. We were over at my mother-in-law's house, and we had gone over to give her, um, uh, to treat her to some fried chicken, because, gosh, I eat a lot of fried chicken, and I love it. <laughs> we, <laughs> we were going over to her house, and we treated her oh to God. dinner. Eric, this fried chicken. Oh, Let me God. tell you about Fried this. chicken is another step yeah, I'm loving. Yeah. But uh, we went, and we, and we just, as a good deed, we thought we'd bring her dinner, and then as we were there, she um, decided to buy a dog crate from someone in a like a Facebook group. You know, like people are selling. Yeah, stuff. like a used group. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and and so I use that she a lot. needed. She needed us to give her a ride to Prince Frederick so that she could go and pick up the dog crate. Okay. And uh, Brett was like, "I don't want you going by yourself." And so he took 
my mom to go buy a dog crate and I sat with the dog who was too big for the dog crate. That's why she needed a bigger one. I sat with Romeo and he and I watched Chilling Adventures of Sabrina because it was the day it came out on Netflix and I was like, I'll give this a try. Did Romeo like it? Yeah, Romeo was really into good, it. Good. And uh, I have to say, like at the end of the first episode, I was like, I'm going to watch this. So at least one. give it how many episodes are there? I'd, there are 10 episodes. So at least you're telling me. I would say if you're not into it by the second episode, then just just leave. Now. We're gonna do. But, we're gonna have a little production talk when we're done recording. Yeah, bring it back the cake challenge. We're bringing this back feels the cake like challenge. a formal cake challenge to me. <laughs> bring it back because yeah, I watched that trailer. Well, you and the listeners, I would say, if you guys give yourselves like two episodes of of Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, I would say you could tell if you're gonna like it or oh, not. Very cool. Yeah. So Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. And Sabrina's, uh, you know, journey into womanhood and deciding about her religion is the stuff that I was is that loving this fortnight. C- colon, journey into womanhood. <laughs> the, I wish we could go back and uh, I have a daydream that one day I'll go back and listen to our episodes and have a list of all of our stuffs and our lessons and our tales. Because I wonder what percentage are Netflix shows. <laughs> I mean, really, and that's yeah. not a bad thing. It's just... Watch good TV. Watch a lot of Netflix, yeah. Damn good TV. Yeah. You know, that's only, exactly right. You yeah, know? I know. I think there's a lot of people who don't have Netflix, and that's fine. That's um, fine. Yeah, but uh, for 10 bucks a month, I'm yeah. like, I well, also, hard to beat. Also, if, if you're in an area, too, where, where you have spotty internet, you yes. know, I mean, that's a big yes, thing. You're not going to, you don't want right. to watch a show uh, uh, stopping and going and stopping and going. Yeah. yeah. Tales. From. The. Library. library! Tales from the library, tales from the library, read some books, read some books. We also have online resources. Chilling tales from the library. (laughs) Chilling tales from the library, colon, journey into womanhood. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you want to go first? Uh, how about you journey into womanhood first? <laughs> okay, I, I, I'm feeling like I'm blossoming into myself. I'm becoming a... a um, <laughs> listeners, the Magician's Book series is written by a very nice man named Lev Grossman. Yes. Uh, there are three books in the series. You may have heard of the series because of the TV show on sci-fi called The Magicians. Lev Grossman... We'll be Skyping in and doing an interview with both Tess and myself at our local library Comic-Con called Lexicon. It will be at our Lexington Park Branch Library. If you live in the Southern Maryland area, you can look it up. Lexington Park Branch Library on September 21st, 2019. So that's a while away, right? But Something to look forward to. We, I, I mentioned this, I don't know how many episodes ago, where I mentioned emailing with him. It yes. was back in April. I emailed him and I basically told him how... <laughs> I related so much to his books because of my chronic depression, <laughs> and he emailed me back, and he agreed to uh, Skype in for what 30 a, minutes. What an awesome dude. I, I didn't expect him to answer his own email, yeah. right? You know? Um, he, 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 one day, have you seen the emails? Have I ever shown them to you? Like, no. one day, you should look at it, because he, he's, he's so nice. Like, he says, your words mean more than I can say, and oh. he essentially said, like, I would love to come to the Lexicon Digitally, like through a Skype interview, but I can't make it, unfortunately. If it's an annual thing, uh, keep me in mind. And to which, since I'm the main coordinator, I pick the day for the next year 
uh, and asked him if that worked, and he said that totally works. I will uh, uh, make it. So I feel like in... if he told you it wasn't going to work, you would have changed it. I, to yeah, day. I would have picked. I would have picked any day. I would have picked literally any day. And and then so this is back in April. So we, I've kind of been like, well, I've got this kind of written thing, but nothing formal. So yeah. then our our. Was it publicity yes. specialist? Yeah, she's our public relations, public relations and outreach coordinator. Kind of wrote up a little contract, and it's not legally binding at all. It's just like a hey, we're all on the same page, and this is what we'll like you to do, and this is what you said you'll do, and this is what we'll do for you. Basically, make sure we people will show up, you know, yeah. and, and we'll promote it and stuff like that. And will you please sign this? And so I emailed him back and I said, hey, uh, I know it was back in April and you're real busy. I uh, hope the new book is going well. Um, the Bright Sword, I think yeah, it's called. The Bright so. Sword is what he's working on—a book about Arthurian legend, so or actually the book. the period after Arthurian yes. legend. Yeah, like the idea of his new book is that King Arthur came. It was awesome. He died. It's not awesome anymore. Yeah. He was supposed to bring about a glorious age, and it didn't work. Is what his new book is about, basically. Uh, Liv Grossman, if I got that wrong, email us in. Yeah. At same team, y'all, <laughs> at gmail.com. But anyway, I emailed him and I said, hey, I know you're real busy. I know you said you'll come, but, and I even said this. I said, hey, if you can't make it, no hard feelings. You know, I yeah. get it. I totally get it, bro. Uh, by the way, can you sign this for me? If you can't, <laughs> I understand. And he came, emailed me back on Thanksgiving. It was a Thanksgiving Aww. miracle, which begs the question. Give thanks to Lev. I wonder what he was doing on Thanksgiving. Checking his email on Thanksgiving. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, I didn't even check my email. I didn't even see this till I came back from, from break. And, and he said, I will uphold my mighty oath. Because he had said, like, I've taken a mighty oath. So whatever. And <laughs> I uphold my mighty oath. See attached. And his signature's on there. And, and his cell phone, if I want to... <laughs> If I ever want to contact him personally, which Lev, if you're listening, I would never do that. Uh, and 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 it's as official as it can be right now. That's awesome. Uh, just for funsies, though, you and I did think of some things that we would text him if we yeah. <laughs> if we could. Yeah, yeah, we thought we, about if we weren't responsible uh, adults. Where did Bingle go? <laughs> what are the whales fighting? Um, what was in one? Oh, did Rennell the fox ever get what was coming to him? Yeah, remember? Oh, yeah, man. If fr- friends, if you, well, who are we to tell you what to read? But <laughs> the Magicians book series. It's the first book is called The Magicians by Lev Grossman. Then The Magician King, and then The Magician's Land. Oh boy, good books. At least we like them. Label them under good books. <laughs> Very good. Um, that's my tale. I mean, that that's all I got. I mean, can you imagine? In September, you and I, we got to figure it out because you and I have to both be doing it, right? Yes. How are we going to do anything after that? <laughs> right? We should just have a stand-in because it's going to be, I've scheduled it out. He's going to, he's going to be doing the interview from, what did I say, like one thirty to 2 or something? I don't yeah. know, you know, and I, I, I just pick the time. I figure I make it work and uh, I, we'll have stuff after that and I don't know how I'm going to do it, you know? <laughs> We're just going to be floating through the rest of the day. <laughs> This man. <laughs> this man. Love Grossman. So uh, that's my tale, Miss Tess. That's cool. What? That's a good tale. I was nervous because we've been yeah. talking about it and all that. And I get it. You know, he's a busy guy. He's It's legitimately the the biggest get we've had for like, yeah. our, our little old library comic con. We also are having, I, I don't know if I told you this, but Jason Fry did sign it and said he'll come in person. Oh, cool. So, and, yeah. and for listeners, Jason Fry has written a lot of different Star Wars books and other books, which is nice. He's coming in person. It's going to be great. 
Jason, if you're listening, we're very excited as well. But <laughs> but I mean, Lev Gross. <laughs> I have some questions for Jason Fry. Do you? Yeah. Well, I mean, because <laughs> I want to talk to him about the Last Jedi and how <laughs> how much we love it. Jason is a legitimately very cool dude too. Because I, I told him, I said, guys, so he is charging us just two hundred and fifty dollars, which. In the great scheme of things, isn't much, Pocket right? Pocket change. Pocket change. And, and he wanted to have for, a table. For this kind of experience, totally worth yeah, it. Yeah. And, and he wanted to have a table where he can sell books. And that's it. So that's so generous. I told him, like, thank you so much. Like, we are not flush in cash. No. St. Mary's Ca- County Library System doesn't have uh, uh, shelving units uh, uh, of gold plating, you know? <laughs> uh, 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 so I said, thank you so much. He said, no, librarians are heroes, is what he oh. said, you know? What a cool dude. Cool Dude is what oh, I said. Man. Yeah, yeah. So, what's your tale, Miss? So my tale. Uh, Lev Grossman is coming. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> you try to one up me, but like I went to Lev Grossman's slumber party. <laughs> <laughs> he told me what Julia is. Yeah, doing. we practiced the proper five. <laughs> oh. oh my god! No. Um. Uh. So my tale is from a little while back. Um. It happened on Halloween. Vintage uh, tale. Yeah. So we had a Halloween program at our library where the kiddos all dressed up and Mm -hmm. went trick-or-treating throughout the library, and it was really sweet. Um, And I just had this really nice interaction with a customer that morning. She, the power was out at her home. So she came to the library where we have lights and, and heat and um, she could do her knitting. So she was just, she was hanging out in the library doing her knitting while she was waiting for someone to come and fix the power in her home, you know, waiting for the power to come back on. So she was, so she told me, she's like, are the kids coming in here? And I was like, yeah, it's Halloween. We're going to have the kids and they're going to be trick-or-treating. She's like, Oh my gosh, I'm so excited to <laughs> see so them great. all. You know, because sometimes people are like, oh God, I came to the library on, on the day where there are like 300 children in here. Yeah, like, I'm trying to fill out a job application and I got Captain America and <laughs> the kid from PJ Masks on both sides of me right now. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, Not I everyone was excited for the kids to be running through the library for about an hour as they were trick-or-treating um, for our Halloween program. But this lady was so excited. That's and so great to hear. She was so excited. So she sat while she, she was knitting. She was saying hi to all the kids and waving to them and telling them that she liked their costumes. And so nice. So so then she was hanging out, so the kids left, and then we had a group of um, adults with special needs come into the library. So we have, uh, close by, we have a place called the Center for Life Enrichment, yeah. and there's uh, adults with special needs who go there for, you know, different programs and stuff, and they had they have kind of like a regular field trip to the library that they take, and that this just happened to be the day that they were coming into the library. And she was sitting where they normally like to sit. We have some comfy chairs. Yeah. And she was knitting where they like to sit. Did she get up and leave when they came in? No. She sat and knitted and chatted with all of them. That's so nice. She was so sweet. In fact, she asked me, she was like, you know, there's um some uh some people over there. I was like, oh, I, I'm aware. Yeah. And she said, do you think that they could have some candy? Like the candy we're giving the oh. kids? And I was like, you know what? They can totally have some candy here. Why don't you? You think they said something? I'm like, boy, I wish I had some candy too. They might have. Yeah, they I might mean, have. They saw too. all the kids eating yeah. candy. And, uh, and, uh, 
we also had uh, some coupons that we were giving away um, uh, as trick or treat. And I was like, give them some of these coupons too. And they can all go get ice cream afterwards. And so she took those over and they were all really excited about that. And I said, actually, we've got books too. I said, why don't you take some of those books over there? And and so they, they were all, all of them were reading the, the books and they were, they were all going to get ice cream afterwards. And she was so excited to talk to these people and she was asking them questions and they were having like a full-on interview this random woman doing her knitting and these people who come to the library all the time who nobody speaks to probably you know besides the library staff and the helpers that come with them probably people are honestly i don't want to be mean or anything but kind of avoiding eye contact like a lot of people don't know how to act with people with developmental delays And I understand it can be uncomfortable, um, but I mean, they were so excited to talk to someone and um, they were making like a little craft and afterwards they came and gave me one of the bracelets that they were making. And uh, and then, um, so they left and then a little later after that, she I guess she got the call that her power was back on. And so she came up to the desk and she's like, I'm so lucky to have been at the library today. <laughs> Even if her power was out, right? Yeah. And I loved that. Yeah. I loved her attitude that she she felt lucky that her power went out so she could come to the library and see a bunch of kids trick-or-treating through the library and have conversations with adults with developmental delays. And I just, I was like, lady, you are a hero. You got it figured <laughs> out, right? That is awesome. <laughs> yeah, so that's my tale from the library because that lady was just like wicked awesome. I loved her. What was she knitting? Do you know? I think she was making a blanket because um, she was knitting for a really long time. <laughs> she was not done with whatever she was knitting by the time she left. So. Very cool. That's yeah. awesome. We can we should invite her on the cast. I know, yeah. right? We like, can track this lady down. <laughs> tell us your lessons. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Eric. Yes. Speaking of lessons. Lessons. <laughs> have you learned any lessons? I'm always swimming in lessons, Mustas. <laughs> Did you learn a life lesson this week? I did! That's great! Let's talk about it. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so I... So I'm... I'm gonna... I'm cheating a little bit. So if the viewers and Miss Tess, if if you guys would permit me to cheat a little bit, uh, there, um... I'm, there, there are several lessons here that are they're micro lessons that okay. are rolling within, within one big lesson within one big thing. Okay. So lately, since since I've moved into my new home, I now live in a two dog household. One yes. with my dog Sasha, who's a husky. My mom's dog uh, Chip, who's a Chihuahua. And now I've been trying to so. Since Frey was born, I haven't been as regular with my walks with Sasha. Okay. I used to be every morning I'm walking her for long walks, like 40 minutes to an hour, maybe even longer. Every day we used to go running together. We're best pals. And something I should mention about my neighborhood that I think will be important for the context of this is that we we don't have um, fenced-in yards for the most part. Yeah. Oh, thank you. That is important. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. In my old home, um, if Sasha needed to go potty, we just put her on the lead, Mm -hmm. you know, which we have a little lead in our backyard. It's not... Not a fenced in yard, but there's a little area. But I've been trying to be on the regular. Um, give uh, Sasha and Chip a walk 
first thing in the morning, usually when I get up at five, and then usually after Freya goes to bed, I usually take them for a walk as well. And I've been nice little routine, you know. And part of the reason I'm doing it too is not only because I should be doing it, but also because um, Sasha doesn't like stairs. Oh, and now our new tone... Lots of stairs. Lots of stairs. And her, her crate, like where she sleeps with all her blankets and stuff, is on the bottom level. That's just the best place for it. And I was really worried about her just always being down there, you know? Uh-huh. And like, especially with Freya and, you know, our, our attention. Oh, like she wouldn't try to climb the stairs. Yes, exactly. And like the food and the water's down there too. Like that's just a good place for it, you know? Because if it was up in the kitchen, Freya would get in the food and water. Gotcha. You know, it's a thing you got to look for. So I was just really worried about her not... Ever coming upstairs and just being down there, you know, and to be honest, even in our old home, which was one level, she was already kind of isolated already just because of our attention being divided and Mm -hmm. not being able to take her for a regular walk. So I've been trying to take her for a nice long walk in the morning, her, her and Chip, and then another one in the afternoon. I haven't been super regular, but I've been doing it more often than I have. So all I have to say is I'm usually out there in the morning and I'm walking both doggies. So (laughs) all these lessons involve things that I've learned while walking two doggies at five in the morning. So uh, I'll just go down them real quick. So uh, lesson number one, uh, you can't make anyone do anything. I I learned this lesson. So you're walking with your two dogs. Um, You want to walk, especially because lately it's been cold out, right? It's been very cold and windy. Five in the morning, it's very cold out. I want to start walking. Uh, dogs smell interesting smells. Mm-hmm. They want to stop. And don't get me wrong, I want them to pee and poo. But sometimes I think they're just smelling, which is good. <laughs> you can yank and you can yell as much as you want. You can't make anyone do anything. And the same things for doggies, too. And you can only thing, only thing you can decide is how you react in the moment. Mm-hmm. Are you going to yell at your dog? You're going to let them sniff a little bit and gently tug them on their merry way and hope you go. Um, but you cannot make anyone, and this goes for dogs, it goes for people in your life, it goes for spouses, it goes for children, a lot of parents, I think, forget this. You can't make your children do anything. You can tell them what to do. Yeah. You know? And hope that they listen to you. Short of physically, short of physically, like, binding their hands and forcing them to do something, um, you can't make anyone do anything. You certainly can't make anyone think anything. Uh, another lesson. I've got two doggies. Sasha, a husky who wants to go fast. <laughs> Chip, uh chihuahua who does not want to go fast. And for <laughs> listeners, my arms are pulled in... Two different directions right now. <laughs> and uh, it's funny where your mind goes, you know, it's so early and you're still like in dreamland. But I was thinking like how much of this is what we do every day in our life, right? You go to work, your email is telling you, you're being pulled in more than two directions, yeah. right? Or if you're a parent, you've got your you've got your work telling you you need to do this. You've got your kid that has these, these things you need to do. You've got your house you need to do to take care of. You've got your health that you should be doing that you're not doing. And you can feel like you're being pulled in all these directions. You can't change the fact that you're being pulled in directions or that you feel like you're being pulled. All you can do, once again, is change how you react to it. I'm being yanked. My two arms are being going. My dog wants to go. Chip is sniffing and Chip Chip has her little feet planted in the dirt like because she doesn't want to go anywhere. She wants to smell the smell. I can either, once again, yell or I can yank or I can do anything um, or I can just accept that this is what reality is right now, you know? And, uh, and in a few moments, uh, Chip will start walking again and we'll be okay, you know? And in the great scheme of things, what is 10 seconds of waiting, you know? Um, another life lesson is, and this is what I often think of when I get frustrated with, cause, and I don't want to sound like walking my dogs is a nightmare, but you know, it's early in the morning and it's easier to sleep in that extra hour than to walk on. Uh-huh. Um, but I don't often thinking about like what are 
and this is so, but maybe, you know. What are they feeling and what are they thinking? So for a moment, think, pretend that you live in a world where someone tells you when you're allowed to poop and pee, right? <laughs> Imagine you live in a world where you have this incredible sense of smell and all the amazing smells are right out that window. And you can only go out there when they tell you you're allowed to go out there. And when you go out there and you try to smell those smells... They won't let you smell they're, the smells. They're yanking, they're yanking you this way. They're yanking you that way. And I don't know. I just, I mean, I've been thinking a lot about like this. And like Sasha's probably like, what are we doing in this nightmare fun house with these, with all these stairs and, and what's going on? And we used to go for walks at that time. And now there's this young girl walking around. There's a young human. And I don't know. Just it's the lesson here is just when you are in uncomfortable situations Think about what the other person is thinking, even if it's this. And here's the deal: like you'll never know what they're thinking, but just imagining what it could be mm-hmm. already puts you in their shoes a bit, you know. Um, and then seventy. <laughs> and then my final one, I promise. My final lesson too is that, like, like I said, it's been cold out. My finger, like I do the thing. I've got gloves on, but I do the thing where I tuck my fingers into the glove yes. to warm my hands. Yes. I'm alternating hands, <laughs> so then on top of that, like when you know, whenever or one of them gets wrapped around a, a mailbox or one of them, <laughs> or someone, a lot of people in your neighborhood are walking dogs early in the morning. Yes. In my old neighborhood, when I walked them, you know, five is early. When I'm walking five, no one's out. Yeah. In your neighborhood, people are out. We've got know? a lot of people. Yeah, which I love. I yeah. love when I see that. I see people running five in the morning, yes. too. Ooh, I see people <laughs> running five in the morning. And so you're walking and other people have their dogs. What do the dogs do? The dogs are trying to get at each other and they're trying to do this. Uh, I think it was, was it our last episode where you had the quote from the, from the, the one man mentioned the, was it the story about how everything's temporary, right? Yeah. This will pass. This will pass. Exactly. My hands are frozen. I got things I got to do. I'm walking these dogs and they are yanking me everywhere. It's going to pass, right? Yeah. Imagine it's the worst walk ever. You get home. What does that mean? Right? What does it mean? My Amanda would always ask me, you had a bad day. Okay. Do you still have, uh, <laughs> do you still have your uh, benefits? Or do you still have a job? Yes. Your day was great. You had a phenomenal day, you know? Um, And I know that was a lot of life lessons, but these are things I've learned while walking my dogs early in the morning. And by the way, I really love this neighborhood. Good. I'm mm -hmm. so glad that you're loving our neighborhood. I love, so my my old neighborhood had a circle, you know, that I could walk, but it was just like 0.8 miles is the whole circle. Once you left the circle, you're on the main road of Sodderly Mm -hmm. Road. And... There's no shoulder. So it was... So you I, couldn't really walk. I, I could... Well, so I walked and I ran I ran out there, but that's dangerous. Yeah. I would never take Sasha out there. I certainly would never take Freya out there. So now everything, there's sidewalks. You can walk everywhere. There, there's the whole main road has yeah. a shoulder. I was I was just telling Brett the other day, we were driving down Wildwood uh, Parkway and I was like, Eric's going to love living here. And I Brett was like, Brett was like, why? And I was like, look at all the space he can yeah, run. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. I do. I've only, since we moved in, I've only run one morning because I'm having a hard time finding time for my run and walking the dog. Yeah. And I don't know if it's something about the new house. Freya's getting up earlier. Like she's oh, getting, okay. she's getting up at like 630. It could be like daylight savings too. It could be yeah. that. I think she gets more sunlight in her room. Okay. Because we used to have these big curtains and her, her room now has blinds. So I think more lights are getting in. More sunlight is getting in. Um, even though it's six thirty, I think it's still pretty dark. It's still so I dark. I don't know why. I was gonna say Rosie and I take our walk at six six in the morning. Yeah. Um, and uh, uh, something for you to look out for while you're out there. Do you ever notice how bright Venus is? <laughs> 
You know what? I'm looking up there. It is gorgeous. No, of, uh, Tess, I spend a re- well. I don't want to say ridiculous. I spend more time than well. I spend a lot of time looking at the sky. Yeah. And at trees. Yeah. And at clouds and at stars. I spend a lot of time looking at these things. And Venus. I didn't realize it was Venus. By the way, I knew it was a planet because it's huge. Yeah. It's like if I didn't know better, I would think I should start praying to this thing. <laughs> Like, it is, it is a big boy. And I told Amanda, I said, this thing's coming for us, is what I told her. Said, this thing's coming for us. Uh, I'm glad to hear it's Venus. So. Yeah, so. yeah. It's so bright. Well, I I had a sort of similar. I I look at the sky a lot, too. Yeah. And uh, oh. and every morning I was walking around and I would look up and it would be, you know, looking down at me. And I'm like, what is that? I was like, it is so bright. And I looked it up and it's Venus. And Venus is actually known as the morning star. Oh. And that's probably why. Because um, it's so bright in the morning when me and Rosie are walking. It's huge. Yeah. It is huge And Rosie there. also likes to sniff and smell. Yeah. And well, I, I think it's a thing, you know, yeah. and you have to, like I said, you can either, you, you only have two choices here. Well, I was talking to my mother-in-law about this somewhat recently because she had a, we ha- we've had a lot of rain recently. Yes. And um, her yard is just a big muddy mess right now. So she's been taking her dog, Romeo, for walks when normally she just lets him out in the yard. And she was like, this is such a hassle. You know, he wants to sniff everything. And I was like, oh, what? what's yeah. the big deal? <laughs> it's hard, though, because you're in your... Because here's the deal. Like, I go for my... Me, humans, right? We go for a walk. We're going to walk. And also, even yeah. if you're looking for a walk for, like, health reasons, you want to walk fast. Right. You got to get that heart rate up. Dogs don't even know what a heart rate is, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? And we're, I always think about, like, that we're on different frequencies. And not just me and my dogs, but, like, humans. And me and Freya, me and my wife. Anyway, sometimes we're on the same. Sometimes we're on different. And sometimes I want to walk fast. And my dogs want to stop and smell everything. And sometimes we're on the same frequency. Let's all start walking fast, mm-hmm. you know? So. Yeah. I like that. Those were really great lessons, <sighs> Thank you. Eric. Yeah, I love yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Picture out there, frost in my beard. I, I can picture <laughs> it. As someone who also walks their dog yeah, in the cold, cold yeah, morning. Yeah, the I, things you do. Scooping up that. poop. And I was like, where's the poop at? And oh, here's a frozen <laughs> also, poop. Also, I appreciate you for picking up your dog's poop. I do, yeah. Yeah, I, because there are some people in our neighborhood who don't do it. And I, I always think, I don't, I overthink everything. But I think about, like, is it going to get in the water? Like, it's not safe for it to be out there. We need to pick it up and throw it away. Well, I just think about, like, if you're taking your, uh, how much does a dog poop in a day? Yeah. That's a lot of poop. Yeah. And, I, and we've got, this is a lot of big <laughs> this neighborhood. This is the dog poop cast. <laughs> poop, poop, poop. But I mean, really, there's a lot of, uh, there's a big neighborhood. A lot of people, a lot of people own dogs, too. Yeah. You know? So, yeah, I try. It's I need a little flashlight because sometimes I'm like, is this their poop? Oh, I'll take that one. Is that their poop? <laughs> What's going on? I got a lot of poops that I'm scooping up. But, uh, yeah, yeah. So, that's that's my, like, like you had mentioned Venus. I just want to say, um, Mother Monster, Lady Gaga, yeah. has a song called Venus. It's very um, good. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> she was right. She was the whole time. <laughs> My God, um, Tess, would you like to have a little bit of a? Would you care to join me for a positivity party? Sure. Positivity party is how we like to. Oh, you can like. What is this dance? Oh, this, is, like a cool, this is like, so dance. nice. So, uh, <laughs> positive positive party is 
how we like to end each and every one of our episodes by spending a moment thinking about what we're thankful for and something that we love about ourselves. What is something that you're thankful for? Oh, Eric, Did you I forget? forgot again. Do you know it was just recently Thanksgiving? I know, I know. Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Do you want me to go first? Well, no. Buy you I, a little bit of time? I can. I see, I did my look around thing and I found something. Oh, good job. Um, I am thankful for my beloved husband Brett well for so many reasons but uh this this episode I'm thankful for his generosity I'm looking right now as I do I look around for something to be thankful for I'm looking at toys that he has bought his workplace does a thing where uh you could buy a toy for a child who's kind of from an underprivileged home and they maybe won't have a, a toy this Christmas and he signed up for three different families that's very nice and so we we bought toys for like nine different kids over here <laughs> so i'm just looking at all these it toys. looks like christmas came early these over here these kids are gonna have i i just i hope that they have really good christmases when they open up these toys and they get exactly what they wanted because that's what brett did that one kid like, wanted a, a, the madden ps4 game that's yeah, awesome yeah yeah and, and that, about to get it there were uh two kids who wanted ninja turtles so brett was like we should get one of them leonardo and donatello and the other Raphael and michelangelo so that they'll have the full set and i was like of course that's of course what we're that's doing that's genius yeah <laughs> very nice so yes my uh i'm thankful for my my husband's thoughtfulness, sensitivity, and generosity. What are you thankful for? And being a goddamn handsome man. (laughs) 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 The um, thing I'm thankful for, I don't know why I was really nervous about this. I think it's a parent's job to be worried and think about these things. I was really worried about Freya for some reason not liking the new home. Like, this is oh, a new uh-huh. place, you know? And, um, but she's never given me any reason to think, like, when we go in hotels, she's fine. You know what I yeah. mean? And when she sleeps just fine overnight. And, uh, I'm thankful for her that Freya likes her new home. I mean, she's oh, fine. So she's been sleeping like a champ. Like I said, she's been getting up earlier, but, but I think that's just a thing, you know? And, uh, but I mean, she ha- she's been sleeping just fine. She goes up and, and we got a lot of stairs, but I yes. mean, I guess another thing I'm thankful for, she's very good at climbing stairs and going downstairs. She's very slow and she's very careful and she's been loving her new home, which is very nice. I, I was, I don't know why, I was just worried, you know? Yeah, I, I was like, she would wake that. up and be like, where am I? Yeah. Where's what? Because we don't have Wonder Woman in her room yet. Oh. Like we haven't moved everything. Yeah. So is her dragon there? Her dragon's not there. Nothing's oh, on the walls. Wow. You know what I mean? So like she's, her stuffed animals are there. And and her you know her bed and uh, stuff yeah. like that, but I mean, you know, it, I don't know. I was just worried, but I'm yeah. very thankful that she no signs that she minds it at all. And if anything, I think she loves it because of the stairs. Because Chippy lives with us now, Chippy. you know, Chippy, and also we're very close to the playground. And you know, there's a lot of good things about this house that uh, I'm very thankful for. Uh, friendly listeners, we invite you to take a moment and say something that you're thankful for right now. Do it. What, what is it with you? <laughs> Do it! You are thankful today. <laughs> oh, Eric, what's something you like about yourself? Uh, something I really like about myself and that I appreciate about myself is that I am strong and able-bodied. I'm thinking about this because I spent several days with Amanda moving things into my new yeah. home. You know, things that are heavy and I don't always think about that I'm very lucky that I can lift these heavy things. You know, uh, just earlier today, um, this is part of the reason this is my first cup of tea. I, I had a busy day of doing more house stuff is I moved a bunch of paving stones 
uh, to kind of like widen the walkway next to our oh, driveway. Yeah. Because cool. it's hard to kind of get the, the stroller out yes. if you've got a car in the driveway and all that. So we put those paving stones down and they are heavy, but I was able to do it. And I'm very thankful that I was able to do it. You know, what's something you're thankful for? Or wait, something that you love about yourself. Sorry. Um, Look at you looking around. What do I love about myself? And, and listeners, <laughs> while Tess is looking around the room, I should remind all of us <laughs> that the reason we do this segment is because it is hard to say something that we love about ourselves. It and is. sometimes it doesn't. Uh, appear to us right away. It you can, helps. You, you it, can do repeats. Do you remember helps, any of the old ones? It helps when you um, uh, have prepared yourself knowing that you're going to record a podcast, yeah. which I should have done. I, I could have swore we texted about it <laughs> earlier totally, today. We totally did. Yeah, I'll repeat one. Yeah. I, it's okay. We're This is episode 42. It's okay to do repeats. I um, like that I dress in a way that people... Uh, are happy to see what I'm wearing. Okay, okay, I'll take it. That's nice. <laughs> For listeners who just listen to us and don't ever see us, I wear a lot of dresses mm -hmm. with like unique patterns on yeah. them. And um, lots of people will see my dresses and say, oh, I like your dress. That's interesting. Yeah, she always wears like, a lot of cool colors and different color patterns. Yeah. and stuff. And, uh, and I, I wear them because it makes me happy. But I also like that it makes other people happy. And I have a, kind of like a cool collection of dresses that I like to wear. And I guess I like that about myself. You know what? <laughs> Judges say that counts. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners, why don't you say something that you like about yourself? Do it! You can do it if you like. <laughs> I love how like aggressive you get. I know, oh no, goodness. I shouldn't be aggressive. Consensually, yeah. if, Consensually. You, if you want to. <laughs> if you want to. We <laughs> encourage you, and even if you don't say it out loud, we encourage you to think about it. Yeah. You know? yeah. Yeah. And like I said, the reason we do this is that um at, well, you know, I had this moment where, you know, Thanksgiving traditionally is the time you meet with your family and you you think about what you're thankful for, and right? You, sometimes you say it out yeah. loud the things Sometimes you say it out loud and it dawned on me, I was like why is it just one day? Yeah. This is the one day. I mean, hashtag every day is Thanksgiving. Also, I like that. that goes along with hashtag Fat Story Friday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, every day you should eat an enormous meal. I, but I mean, really, and if you think, think about, about what you're thankful. Yeah, for if you think about it, like every day you can think about what you're thankful um, for. I uh, I learned that Thanksgiving was declared a national holiday by Abraham Lincoln during the Civil War because he felt like in the midst of people disagreeing and fighting about fundamental issues, we should all stop for a minute and think about what we're thankful for. You know what? That counts as a cool dad move. Yeah. <laughs> Abe Lincoln was a cool dad. Yeah. Cool, cool dad move. Very nice. Well, friends, you've been listening to Same Team, y'all. My name's Eric. My name is Tess. This is episode number... 42? Yeah, I just said it. 42. 42. Isn't that the answer to everything in uh, oh, Hitchhiker's Guide? Well, I hope we've given the answer to everything. Um, if you've enjoyed this podcast, please consider subscribing to us. Uh, giving us a rating on whatever you're listening to us on, whether it's in iTunes or um, on Google Play. And also, please, we don't always ask us, tell a friend about us. Yeah. yeah if you've enjoyed spread this. Spread the good news. Yeah, spread the good news. You know, <laughs> we, we are very happy just knowing if we've made your day better 
And to be honest, if we've just made our own days better yeah. by reading. That's really um, why we do Yeah, that. but we would love it if you could tell a friend about this. Uh, if you'd like to email us in, that email is... SameTeamYall at gmail.com. And that Twitter yeah. handle is... It's at SameTeamYall. Yeah, very nice. And we should also mention that we have a second podcast called Same Peaks, y'all. Uh, P-E-A-K-S, where we talk about the TV show. Twin Peaks. Yes, that's right. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot of fun. So if you want a little bit more air contest in your life, uh, and you happen to enjoy Twin Peaks, such a niche within a I niche, know. right? Yeah, I know. Well, you if, even if you've never seen Twin Peaks, you could watch along with us. Yeah, that's exactly. In fact, that's the point of the the cast is that I'm watching it for the first time as we do an episode of the cast for each episode of the show, so yeah. you can experience it with me uh, um, uh, as best friends. Um, <laughs> thank you so much for listening. We always say this, but you can literally do anything with your time. You could perhaps be listening to me right now. Or listening to us while you're moving. I did Maybe. a lot of podcast listening while I moved stuff. So email us if you're moving right now. <sighs> well, I mean, keep moving. Yeah. But when you're done moving, email. Yeah. Us. We we hope you love your new home. <laughs> see you in a fortnight, and remember, be the change you wish to see in this world. Bye. <laughs> bye bye. <laughs> this coffee's hot. Hot. <laughs> 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 Wrong <side. laughs> So dumb. <laughs>